What's up, everyone? This is episode six of Utopia to Me with me, your host, Chris Locke. Uh, you guys are going to love it. It's, uh, I hope uh, you guys really enjoy hearing my mouth right now, um, going into your ears. Whatever's coming out of my mouth is going into your ears right now and sort of resting on your brain. And I'm really into that idea. And pretty soon we're going to have two voices going into your ears and just coming on and putting lawn chairs down on your brain and sitting there. With a nice lemonade in the sun on your brain. Your brain is like a beach, basically. Just think of your brain as a beach right now. And think of two voices sitting on lawn chairs, drinking lemonade, being like, where's the sun? Uh, There's no sun. Uh, Just kidding. There's lots of sun. It's the reflection of your own skull. This analogy is getting too clunky. But the second voice you're going to hear is Tom Henry. Okay? And Tom Henry is a super funny, up-and-coming stand-up comedian. Uh, from Toronto. He's uh, started touring around a lot now. He's got a great, funny uh, Twitter handle, at The Great Gatsby. And you guys are going to love it. Uh, I sound a little gruff because I was actually up late doing stand-up on Tom's show, a stand-up show downtown at the Ossington called Don't Get Bored of a Still Leave last night. And I was drinking Jameson's after. And you know what? It's early in the morning right now, and my cats woke me up with their little claws. They have no idea what uh, what a man is. They just claw at it because they know that they, the this hunk of meat gives them food and then lets them outside. So, yeah, I'm tired, and maybe I'm making weird brain analogies because I'm not fully awake yet because my cats are jerks. But that's okay. And they don't understand how a man can drink Jameson uh, on the rocks and then not sleep that much, and feel uh, annoyed. But you know what's not annoying? This interview I did, uh, this podcast I did with Tom Henry, and you guys are going to love it. I just want you guys to know one thing. When we were talking, we had a bowl full of candies, okay? Gummy Coke bottles, little watermelon slices, chewy watermelon slices, chewy berries, all that stuff. I want you guys to go out there and get your favorite candy when you listen to this podcast. Whatever it is, the world is your candy. You know the world is your oyster? The world is your candy. So go out there, get your gummy Coke bottles, get your Reese's peanut butter cups, get your Big Turks, get your just McDonald's fries, please. You know, get whatever your candy is. And uh, some of you guys are like, McDonald's fries is candy? It's just normal food to me. Well, I don't know, man. It's more on the candy scale with me. But get that stuff, sit down, get comfortable, and listen to Utopia to Me. Watch us build our uh, utopia, Tom's Utopia, and have a lot of fun. You guys are going to love it. We had a great time. And enjoy. And there you go. Thanks so much. Enjoy. Yeah. I don't know. I heard that every time uh, he was about to act, he'd be like, I can't do an impression, but he'd be like, magic time. It's magic time. It's magic time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a grumpy old man. Get out of here. Um. <clears throat> so I just want everyone listening to this right now. Hello, say hello. Tom Henry is my guest. Hi, audience. Say your full name. Thomas Dean Henry. Dean. Mm-hmm. Named after James Dean. That's right. I don't think we established that last time. Well, it's actually my mom says it's half named after James Dean and half named after my uncle Dean. 
Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I hope he's listening today. She said she was in a fight with my Uncle Dean when I was born. So she said it was James Dean fully. Ah, burn. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's named after James Dean. Dean. Where were you? Uh, yeah. Welcome, guys. This uh, That is Tom Henry and Thomas Dean Henry. And I'm glad to have him on the podcast again because you guys don't know this, but way back in August we recorded one and it was I was done with the audio, so we just couldn't use it. And we established so much good stuff. I don't even remember it, though. Do you? Yeah, I remember. You remember it? If you remember some things, let's do it again. Well, maybe the best part was just the basketball players who hunted sharks, I think. (laughs) That's kind of hard to explain at this point. Yeah. None of you guys got to hear this unreleased podcast, Utopia to Me, podcast with Thomas Dean, Henry. Um, But there's a snippet of it. There were some basketball players... That hunted sharks because they were tall enough because the ocean was never too deep. Essentially, all the water in the world was only seven feet deep. Yeah. So these basketball players could they were walk fine. in it. Yeah. With their heads above. They were fine. I also want to say before we get going on this one is we got full grandma set up in my living room. It's amazing. <laughs> Tom has green tea. No, Tom has chamomile tea. I have green tea. Hmm. And in the middle of us is a bowl of freaking candies, man. But they're better than grandma candies, right? Yeah, there's watermelon, Coke, grape. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Yeah. In your perfect utopian world, would you have a bowl of these candies in every home? Yeah, I love candy, but it always hurts my tummy. So are you going to be okay? Are we going to be able to do this? I'm fine. It was your idea to get candy. I just deal with the tummy ache. Let's go into in the utopia that the candy doesn't hurt your stomach. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. So in your perfect utopian world, candy does not hurt your stomach. It's made out of kale. Ugh, then I'm not going there. <laughs> it was his idea to get a bowl of candy, but it was my idea to get these ginormous cheeseburgers with bacon at a place in Toronto called Stockyards. And so we freaking did that today, too. Hence, now we're having tea and glasses of water because we want... What's it called? Our metabolism up? Yeah. Yeah. We need to, like, get the lead out. It does hurt. Are you full? Yeah. Oh, my God. I waddled here (laughs) from Stockyards. So... Bef- another thing I want to uh, do before we get into describing your n- new utopian world with maybe some callbacks to the old one that the people didn't get to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you tell us some of the things that you've been up to lately? You're a stand-up comedian and you're doing that a lot. What else? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you giving me that look? What else? It can be anything. It doesn't have to be. Oh, well, I like to go to the movies. Yeah. And, What's the uh, last movie you went to? I saw a TIFF movie last night with Mark Ruff- Ruffalo. He's awesome. I love him, but the movie was very bad. Damn it. Yeah. Do you want to say what it was? It was called Infinite Polar Bear. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to see it. <laughs> Infinite Polar Bear. Yeah. A polar bear that goes on forever. When does it end? Oh, it blows your mind. Did you see The Avengers? 
No, I don't like those big action films. That's crazy. Sometimes they are fun. They're like getting the let out. They're like the big stockyard cheeseburgers of films. Don't you find every time one of those comes out, everyone goes, no, but this one's actually good. Yes. No, That but, is a pet peeve of And mine. they always go, I'm the same as you. Those movies make me bored too, but this one's actually great. I thoroughly enjoyed Guardians of the Galaxy. I didn't see it. The other ones are passable. They're, yeah, it's always the same movie. It's always the same thing. And Guardians is still the same thing. But the thing that killed me was Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Everyone was like, this is going to change the way you see <laughs> ape planet movies. And then I went and saw it, and it was like any other movie, apes or no apes. The Hollywood, for the big like blockbusters, they can't vary too much from the formula. So it's always like... They add a lot of different new pizzazz in the formula, but it's still the same story every freaking movie. That's where they screw up. It's just a romp. Yeah, exactly. Formulaic romp. Um, But Mark Ruffalo is really good as the Incredible Hulk, Bruce Banner. Mm, I haven't seen him do that. That's what I'm saying. It's in the Avengers. So if you like Mark Ruffalo, Ruffalo, Ruffles Chips. I like him in Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind. Yeah. He's very, like, um, lovable. Jim Carrey's last good movie. Oh, is that true? In my age, oh. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? What was it better? See Dick and Jane Run? 23. I never saw that. I'm just kidding. I already bad. get it. <laughs> the number's everywhere and it's bothering you. <laughs> I'm not going to see that. 23. Oh, <laughs> crazy face. <laughs> Peace, Jim Carrey. <laughs> I do like his stance on guns. Are they? Does he say they're bad? Of course. He's Canadian. I, I hear he's not very Canadian. Yeah. Really? Well, I guess he's been there since the 80s. He moved there early. Yeah. And America gave him everything he loves. Right. I mean, America gave him his life. Yeah, they saved his life. <laughs> <laughs> Keenan Ivory Wayne saved Jim Carrey's life, I'm sure. He's a funny guy, though. Yes. Don't you think sometimes... I'm probably going to see the new Dumb and Dumber. Ooh, I saw a trailer. It looks... Well, I didn't say in what format I will see it. <laughs> I'll see it on the phone when I'm in prison <laughs> waiting to get bailed out. <laughs> you know? Um, okay, so yeah, I do remember last time we tried to do the podcast, we got distracted by talking a lot about movies, and I like that. So let's go to your utopian world now and just start fundamentally from the ground up. What does it look like? Hmm. Well, last time we were in a sort of a jungle. Yeah. Did you think about that for a while and change, or do you want it to stay? You wanted it to be like a jungle, but not too humid, like a humid jungle. There's, there has to be zero humidity. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I still like the jungle, but yeah. we, what we had was like a half jungle, half city. Because oh, I like the city. I just burped because of that cheeseburger. I'm sorry. Yeah, right. You wanted city aspects. Well, because, well, you're like me. We're Toronto guys, right? Yeah. You're deeper into Toronto. You grew up by Broadview. True. Uh, yeah, so you're deeper Greek Toronto. Town. Greek town, USA, Toronto. I'm a Tobacco. But yeah, we grew up with all these we can walk to cool things no problem. And in a jungle, 
I think you have to walk for weeks <laughs> to go to the movie theater. <laughs> so you want like big movie theaters in the jungle? Well, not like the new big movie theaters. You like the old movie houses? Yeah, I'm a classic guy like I that. I love it, man. Yeah, imagine watching like the original King Kong in a movie house in the jungle. Oh. It would make you feel more bad because then you'd be like, oh, they shouldn't have taken him to the city. Like, I know that guy. Yeah, I know that guy. He lives right over there. <laughs> and he's totally fine. <laughs> he's cool. <laughs> Don't bug him. <laughs> what else? What other city aspects would you like in your jungle scape? You know what I was thinking about? How much I love hotels. Mm-hmm. I would love, like... T- <sighs> What do we do with hotels? If you love a yeah. hotel, how do you get that in there, you know? Yeah. I guess part of a, what's fun about a hotel is that you're not home. Right. And someone makes your bed for you. You know what I, I always feel bad about when I'm in hotels, like, doing stand-up and stuff, is you have to get a lot of, like, you don't want to, but sometimes you get food to go all the time. Yeah. Because you're on the go. And then... I honestly wonder, like, what the uh, woman, or no, it's always a woman. I, you know, I really see a man cleaning out a hotel room for some reason. I used to have a job in a hotel room though, where I, and I'm a man by the way, whoever hasn't met me yet, listening. But I would be, I would take the um, the linen off the beds, but never clean the room. I would just take the linen off, put it in a cart, and cart it away. If you were the man. Cleaning? No, that's what I would do. I had that job at the Skydome Hotel for three months. And then right when they were about to fire me, I quit. So you were the man cleaning the hotel. Yeah, but it wasn't... I wasn't... They. I didn't get the full cleaning duties. That would, The women would do that. Anyways, not trying to get political about it. Yeah, I just like... noticed that because I said woman automatically. But the person cleaning the hotel room... I'm always embarrassed, like, oh, they're going to connect the dots that I eat all this shitty food because it's in the garbage cans. Yeah. Like, one garbage can in a hotel room, I'm nervous now that that's going to explain embarrassing details about my life to this stranger. Yeah, they're going to, like, post it on the internet. Yeah. Facebook status. Your McDonald's garbage. Yeah. Another room, (laughs) another customer (laughs) killing his body with chicken McNuggets. Oh, we go. All the other rooms in this hotel, people were eating health food. <laughs> Except this. room 304. <laughs> Fat comedian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so you, you like aspects of it. So now is everyone living in like a hotel sort of situation? No, no, no. That's crazy, right? It's up to you, man. Oh, yeah. There's castles. Mm-hmm. And there's tree houses. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. What aspects do you like about the castles? They're dark. Okay. They're lit by candles. Yeah. All natural lighting. Yeah, sunlight. Yeah, sunlight during the day. Candles at night. I'd love one of those beds with four posters. Oh, they're wicked. A four-poster bed. Yeah. So are you living in a like castle? Like Scrooge's bed. Do you have options or you just want to see these with your eyes? But where do you live? I live in a castle. Yeah, with the four-poster bed. 
<laughs> like your maid Marion. Alone. <laughs> <laughs> Miles away from everyone else. <laughs> Do you have guards on the roof with bows and arrows protecting you and your bed? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and a Stay moat. Back. Yeah. I love moats. With alligators in it? Yeah. Can you imagine how safe you'd feel? A moat. Do you think a moat with alligators is more safe than these, like, alarms we have in our houses now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, big time, right? As long as those alligators stay ferocious. You can't accidentally trip the moat of alligators. Like, oops, sorry, and then they call, and you're like, well, that was me. I let the alarm go off by, by accident. Um, like, the moat of alligators is going to get anybody who's unwanted. Yeah, as long as they don't go to sleep or something. The alligators? Oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> I forgot about that aspect. Maybe it has to be a moat of coffee. <laughs> yeah, coffee moat keeps the alligators awake. And I like that. It's more foreboding because it's all brown. <sighs> yeah. People are like, there's nothing in here. It's just brown, murky muck. And then <laughs> a, a wired alligator jumps out. Oh, you think it would be a good trick? With his teeth chattering like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's nothing in this brown water. Let's go for a swim. Yeah, let's swim to his house to kill him when he's in his bed. <laughs> <laughs> and then the alligators are wired like, does this go through him like a buzzsaw? <laughs> That's the one thing I hate about your coffee moat full of alligators <laughs> is the bad guys who are trying to kill you for some reason in your own utopia. <laughs> <laughs> are they don't get to know what killed them because the, the alligators will just rip through them so fast oh well, you want them to have a moment where they go oh it was alligators the whole time you ever think of this nugget well yes probably <laughs> if it's a nugget you never know what killed you yeah well no, no matter how it was how it happened what about people lying in the hospital that the cancer has finally taken them to the last step Ooh. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> yeah, isn't this a fun trying to enjoy puzzle? some candy over here? <laughs> enjoy your candy, boys. <laughs> um, yeah, isn't that? I found a I found a twist to your puzzler. I mean, cancer. Well, you would die, and then you wouldn't know that you had cancer. Um, yeah. So depending on how you feel about that, D A L. Right. There are some people that feel After like life. Not, as soon as yeah. they're dead, they're peeking over a cloud being like, oh, that's what it was? <laughs> that sucked. <laughs> yeah, they're like, or they're like, cool. You know, I went on this, like, um, in Niagara on the Lake, I did Jeff Paul's Niagara on the Lake comedy thing uh, festival. Uh, when was that? Like July or June or something. And part of it was we got free tickets to go on this jet boat that oh. goes, like, through the rapids of Niagara Falls. And um, you have to sign a waiver yeah, before you go on, like, hey, if you die, it's because you're dumb <laughs> and we rule. And, <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but when I was going on the jet boat and it was slamming around and waves were crushing us and all this fun stuff... I was having so much fun that I did sort of have a thought where I was like, you know, because I was paranoid before, mm -hmm. but then I was having so much fun that I was like, if I did die this way, I think I'd be like, kind of cool with it. I'd be like, <laughs> this was cool. <laughs> like, if people were like, remember Chris Locke? He died in a jet boat on the rapids. Wow. Yeah. Better, right? 
and he had to sign a waiver. Yeah, he signed a waiver, but he died anyways. Imagine crazy. that was the most badass part of the story. <laughs> yeah, he had to sign a he waiver. He signed a waiver. Yeah, we should have, he like... didn't even care. We should do a comedy show at, like, Double Double Land or something, and people have to sign a you waiver. Have to sign a waiver. But all we... That is funny, because then it's like, if you die from laughing at our jokes, it's not our fault. Yeah. You know what I would... I would, I would not go on that uh, jet boat. I... I... You know, they, like... Everyone was making fun of me for being paranoid, but I was being paranoid for fun too. I, when I was on the jet boat, I was letting loose, and there were other guys that were like, "Oh, give me a break on land." That were like more paranoid on the boat. I, I'm not going to name names, but <laughs> when I was getting on, I actually think I had a thought where I was like, "Imagine Tom was here. Yeah, he would like. <laughs> he'd be like, I don't want to go on. I went on a. <laughs> <laughs> I went on a whale watching boat once in. And you had Newfoundland? To pee, right? No. Oh yeah, you told them to turn around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you told me this. I made sorry, the... tell the people. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, you know? Okay, I won't. Because <laughs> 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 I'll leave. <laughs> I went on the boat and you, walk, you, you do leave and walk down the street with this microphone still near your mouth. <laughs> like, well, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry. The before I went on, they said the ocean's pretty calm today. Yeah. But I didn't know a calm ocean is still very bumpy. It's the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. So it was going to be a two-hour ride, and about, like, ten minutes in, I was having a horrible panic attack, heart palpitations. And the guy sings a song on the boat. <laughs> and it goes, it's a new feast song, and it goes, oh, me, oh, my. I think I'm going to die. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm serious. And that still echoes in your brain to yeah. this day. Yeah. Do you wake up in the middle of the night in pitch black with him going like, oh me, oh my, I think I'm going to die. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. So, that is so funny though, but at the time it wasn't funny to you? How old were you? It was very not funny. How old were you? I was 22 or something. That's prime uh, panic attack age i think it was also my first flight ever to newfoundland why'd you go there with my family for what reason it's a family trip do you guys have family there no oh cool well newfoundland's beautiful anyway they stopped the boat they said are you sure and they stopped the boat and they sent this little speed boat and everybody watched me step onto this little boat was there cute girls on the boat i wouldn't know <laughs> really i would not know it <sighs> when you're having a panic attack it just becomes you right? no you don't think about yeah cuties cutie patoots here you want this for your tea the coaster okay but just end of the story the guys picked me up on the speed boat yeah and then they they said oh you're scared huh and then they <laughs> drove as fast as they could towards a rock a giant rock. That's nice of them, in my opinion. <laughs> That's so funny. They're trying to show you. You see, you're from away to them. You're like a shitty yeah. like landlubber. They knew I was from Toronto. They knew you're from Toronto? Yeah, they asked me. Oh, man. That's the wrong move. And they, and they also said, this has never happened before. But then when I got to the land, they said there was a nice lot. lady. She's like, it happens all the time. Yeah, 
Well, you're out in the middle of the ocean. You're a landlubber from the city. Never been in something like that. You're in a dinghy. The guy's going, oh, me, oh, my, <laughs> I think I'm going to die. And all you know about whales is like Moby Dick or something. And they never saw a whale. And I was on whale watching twice. One time I saw whales. I, hardcore, I wanted serious. to see a whale. But I was so embarrassed. Yet, to this day, one of the best decisions I've ever made. <laughs> to get off the boat. Would you make that decision again? Yeah. In a heartbeat. And how old are you now? 29. And you would still just, you would have, you, can you picture yourself having that panic attack on that dinghy again? Yes. What is going on? <laughs> it's fun. And it was going to be two more hours. And all they saw was puffins. Uh, you would have seen some otters or something. <laughs> One time I was on a dinghy in the Bay of Fundy and a whale. Oh. Yeah. Same thing. Were you wearing a giant suit, like a wetsuit thing? Like a no. rain suit? No. No? Uh, we were. And uh, a giant whale swam right underneath our boat, and it was like the size of a school bus, and it was right beside me, like where my TV is. That's scary, too. I don't even need to see a whale that bad. <laughs> <laughs> it was so much fun. Okay, so would you have whales in your utopian world? Yeah, yeah, so I could see one. Right. But they're far away. Or I don't know, they could so go in my moat. So there is a deep part of the ocean. Oh, now I guess there'd have to be. Yeah. One deep ocean. One deep ocean. For no whale boats watching, allowed. No boats. You can go like in a dock or something. It's just a small ocean, so there's no way you won't see the whales. <laughs> yeah. Will we see any? Oh, yeah, you'll see them. I guess it's small kind of ocean. like, that's just SeaWorld, I guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is... Aw, poor fish at SeaWorld. Okay, they can swim everywhere. There's no utopia with SeaWorld. Yeah, no. They can swim wherever they want. SeaWorld's utopia is SeaWorld, but they're jerks, right? They're like, oh, they're supposed to cry all the time. <laughs> they like it. Yeah. Them crying is how, like, uh, people working on the railroad would sing. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's beautiful. So maybe I, you can just fly. You can just fly and find the whale. You could just fly. So we're flying now. The whales are comfortable in their own natural habitat. The whales do what they want. Yeah. Because I'm saying we, like, I can visit, right? You, you can come. Okay, thank you. Yeah, so I'm flying around with you. We go see the whales. You're not having any anxiety at all because you're chill. Yeah, I'm chill. So. I have a chamomile tea while we fly. <laughs> always fly with a chamomile tea. <laughs> That's a commercial that plays on everyone's <laughs> castle in your land. <laughs> Don't fly away without it. That's the great propaganda of my country. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget your chamomile tea. There's people that work in your land that are like, ugh. <laughs> uh, what if I don't want chamomile tea? <laughs> and they just plan a revolution. <laughs> we want to feel jacked up on Earl Grey tea. <laughs> no, okay. no. I don't know. It'll rev you up It'll too much. Give you anxiety. It'll give you anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> Do you. Um, I had bad panic attacks in my early 20s, 24 to 25. Yeah, you talked me down from one once in the you, park. Well, did it work for real? Yeah. Which park? Trinity? Yes. Why? What happened? I was just having a bad time. A bad trip. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funny thing about Tom is like he doesn't have to be on any drugs and he starts having a bad trip. Well, I mean, sorry, it's not that funny, I guess. Well, 
It was funny. I lived in my house coat and pajamas for like two weeks. It was like classic. And I watched TV. Like, I didn't know what was wrong. But back then, I smoked a pack of cigarettes a day. I ate pizza for dinner like every day. Yeah. Doritos for lunch. It doesn't help. Like, I didn't, I had no idea how to be healthy, how to be normal, how to like exercise. Like, I was just an idiot at that time. So everything. My uh, nerves were just shot all the time. Coffee, too. Drank so much coffee. And I was in a relationship where the girl was, like, the meanest person I've ever known. That's bad. Yeah. It sucked. (laughs) She's the only ex that I'm not friends with. Oh, you're friends with a lot of exes. Yeah, because if you're a normal person, it's understandable that it didn't work out. But this was, like, we were young, stupid. She's probably cool now. I don't know. It was... This is a long time ago. Young idiots. But yeah, I had panic attacks bad. It's a very serious, scary feeling. And then I got... What's that thing on your waist? You can get, like, the rash things. I don't know that. Um, I know someone else that got it, too. Oh, you get a rash? Shingles. Oh, yeah. I got shingles because I was so worn down and neurotic. Yeah. So... Adam Niebergall gets those. Look at me now, babe. <laughs> I got it going on. Take a look at me now. I don't have shingles. <laughs> <laughs> got to relax. But do you remember what it was about in the park? Mm, it just happens to me. I don't think it's about anything. Oh, you get I th- actually, I remember that day I was too hot. And then you got overwhelmed. Yeah, when it's very humid out, I feel surrounded. Trapped. I feel like claustrophobia. One time I was walking down Queen Street with Aaron Eves. I think it was a day that we were trying to plan for Let's Get Hot or whatever. Let's Get Hot is a show that Aaron and I used to do. He's a panicky fellow, too. Yeah, we all are. We're all nerds. (laughs) (laughs) We're all babies. We're all scared. We're all scaredy cats. Toronto is a very comfortable city. (laughs) So anytime something is a little, like, scary, we're all like... (laughs) But yeah, this for, for this is like when I was like maybe twenty seven or something. Mm-hmm. This thought wigged my brain up for a good week, um, thinking about how the planet's atmosphere and the oxygen within that it contains is like our fishbowl. Oh yeah, I remember you telling me about this. <laughs> Did it? What it was, do you think? It was, it was really scary. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Take us out of our little little tiny fishbowl of an atmosphere, and we are like fish. We will flop around until we're dead. Yep. We need this mixture of chemicals to stay alive, just like fish need water. It's that simple. It's so funny because humans, I mean, most animals, my neighbors are banging. But, yeah, most animals, I don't think consciously think of that, obviously. They just die if something weird happens. They run out of air. But we humans walk around the planet thinking like, oh, yeah, space, we'll conquer that. <laughs> right? We think we're like nothing's a big deal. Oh, we'll go to the bottom of the ocean and find some old treasure chests. Yes. Like we don't realize how much just even the oxygen, we take that for granted. Well, we have a great sense of freedom. Yeah, here in the land, in the air, and the air feels like nothing. But what you're saying is the air is actually our ocean. Yeah, well, think about this. Exactly. The air is like a different density. That's yeah, all it is, that's a all. chemical mix. So it's not nothing, but we do think of it as nothing. But then space is nothing. 
So if we think that this atmosphere is nothing, what the fuck is space? <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing, nothing. Whoa, man. <laughs> <laughs> now that will give you a panic attack. Yeah, I'm going to hyperventilate. Because you go like this. <laughs> you try to eat like all the air you can. <laughs> Don't you love it? I love stuff like that though now. Um, I think about it not that much. I think the things that used to give me a panic attack when I was younger in my 20s, early 20s, was... Uh, the over. I, I don't know how life is going to go. Oh. Like the overall overwhelming aspect of like, how is life going to go? <laughs> like I'm here every... Like you can't live in the moment. You're like, how is life happening? What's it going to go to? I see. When I really, when it really started hitting me, yeah, I was it hit me hard when I was twenty five because twenty five was two thousand three. Okay, so nine eleven was already it was still nine eleven was still being talked about fresh for pretty fresh. freaking years after. Yeah, you know, George W. Bush was like the scariest president. They just sent a bunch of troops to invade Iraq. Okay, mm-hmm. and SARS broke out. Whoa. And we had it here in Toronto. Then we had the blackout, which was actually that blackout was fun. Do you yeah. remember that? Oh yeah, the whole great. East Coast blackout. Mm-hmm. So it was just like 2003. For some reason, the first half of 2003 just felt like pandemonium city. Like all these weird things were happening. I think people feel that way now, but we should just yeah, be happy we got through 2003. Pardon? We should just be happy we got through 2003. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <Can laughs> like we're out of that? the woods now. Hey, you guys think 2014 <laughs> so bad? Man. <laughs> At least we got through 2013. <clears throat> Three. 2003. <laughs> <laughs> but every year, like, like when they're wrapping up a year, they're like, man, this year was a doozy, eh? Well, hopefully next year. Won't. And then next year, it's like the news wrap-ups are always like, here's all the terrible things that happened this year. I think the older you get, the more you realize that giant, terrible things actually don't affect you as much, unfortunately. It's a weird thing to say, unless you're actually being fried by fire or killed. or Like, it's weird. Like, unless you're being, like, totally killed. I'm talking too much over your own no, it's okay. building. I'm an interested. I'm an interested. I'm an, in- <laughs> I'm an interest overt. <laughs> Anyways, you know what I'm saying? Like, unless you're being murdered that second... You realize that life is absurd, and then it just goes on, and... You get better at blocking things out, don't you? Yeah, you get better. You make up defense mechanisms to block things out, for sure. That's part of, like, their personality. But then I think also, um... It just becomes like a lark. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, if you choose to stay alive in this crazy planet, then it becomes funnier or something. Like, it's weird. Yeah, it's like, oh, what the hell? Yeah, you're like, haha, insane. <laughs> that was insane. Haha, let's get a bowl of candy. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. that was my little discourse. I'm sorry for taking up so much time. Let's get back to your jungle planet, which I'm sure is rich with oxygen. Yeah, or maybe we don't need anything. How are you breathing? You Just classic style. You don't have man. to breathe. Oh, that would be good. You don't have to breathe. Man, no one has said anything like that yet. This is That's a real new twist. Because breathing can be one of the most stressful things, don't you think? <laughs> uh, I don't really know. <laughs> I mean, when I think I'm having trouble breathing, yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, big time. So take that out of the equation. That's a good idea. 
Um, That's a really good idea. No breathing. Then what do we do with our lungs? Just sing. There are no lungs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, finally. (laughs) So is everyone smoking then? Finally, a perfect world. No lungs. (laughs) (laughs) Is everyone smoking then? No, I don't like the smell of that stuff. Right. That's a good idea. You used to be a smoker. Yeah, back in the anxiety days. But on a, And I, that's definitely a trigger. But anyways, what I wanted to say about that was, you're right. People are always like, oh, I'm sorry, listeners, if you can hear us chewing coke, chewy gummy <laughs> Coke bottles. But let me just swallow this. Yeah, people are always like, smoking, it'll kill you. You're an idiot. But people also forget, you just smell shitty. You smell like gunk. I remember being in the bars before. It was illegal. And your clothes, you always had to wash them after. Yeah, well, that's when I smoked. Except I was like 17, so I wouldn't wash my clothes. Because you'd be like, yeah, I smell. No, I just didn't. Oh, like you didn't get along at that age? (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. You fall in a mud puddle, you're like, "Eh, (laughs) this shirt has mud on it. Say la vie. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Maybe I'll panic about it in my 20s, but right now. Were you cool, calm, collected when you were younger? Like in your teens? That's major freak out zone. No, I worried a lot. Yeah. I've always worried a lot. Worry wart. Yeah. Yeah. Worry wartism runs in my family. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you thought of it as an example, and then you're like, no. Paul, it had to do with 9-11 again. Really? Today's 9-11. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is actually a coincidence. That is. It's it's Kathleen's birthday, though. Happy birthday, Kathleen. Happy birthday, Kathleen. This will probably come out next week, but we're thinking about you. And Kaylee Jones, our friend. Kaylee Jones. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday. Yeah. Tell her to listen to this. And... um yeah, uh that's one good thing about nine eleven is it's my wife's birthday, and for the people that have listened to the last few podcasts, you know that she is in Winnipeg, and I'm here in Toronto, but she'll be back soon, and I'm going to Winnipeg there. But yeah, so to her birthday, so that one, <laughs> September eleventh, two thousand. Well, I was a teenager when birthday, that happened. Yeah, what happened? I just didn't sleep for like three days. Probably stayed up on the couch. No, I mean like what happened in nine eleven. I don't get why it's important. Oh yeah, it's no big deal. (laughs) Some surfer just (laughs) crashed, like did a huge wave or whatever. (laughs) He did a wave. (laughs) Imagine the best trick when you were surfing was to catch a wave and then wave. (laughs) (laughs) Double wave. (laughs) Like I'm waving it, waving it. (laughs) <laughs> like catch a wave and wave at all of the girls. <laughs> he's waving on a wave. Yeah. He's got a wave and he's waving. <laughs> How come no one's thought about that? He's doing a wave. <laughs> he's doing a wave. <laughs> like it's just like they they fritz cuz it's the double meaning. Uh you want to tell your 9/11 story? That was it. I told it really quickly. You stayed up for three days. Just to um, exemplify that I was a very worried younger person. 
Did you stay up for the three days to exemplify that? Or to use that story to exemplify that? Just to use the story, yeah. I wasn't staying up to make a point. <laughs> <laughs> look, yeah, look, Mom, I'm scared <laughs> so much. Um, yeah, well, that's understandable. I, we were all glued to the TV then. Let's, let's move on from that. Uh, it was bonkers, and everybody knows how they feel about that. You're right. Yeah. Um, so, music... What kind of music is going to be emanating through these castles in the jungle? Yeah, well, with movie theaters, I really like that, like baroque type music, harpsichord with harpsichord. Yeah, and um, Beastie not Boys. the singing. No, I'm just joking. Beastie Boys. <laughs> yeah, baroque and Beastie Boys. <laughs> <laughs> and MCA is alive again. That's yeah. That's hardcore. What a nice guy. That's a hard one to take. Hard, yeah, very nice guys that die are weird. That always seems like weird. Yeah, I went to a Beastie Boys concert once, mm-hmm. and um, a fan had made him a jacket, a blazer. Yeah. That said MC on the back or something. Yeah. He wore it the whole show. Oh, get out of here. Nice, huh? Yeah, I saw them in 98, and it was, like, incredible. It was in Molson Park. And, oh, I went uh, to that too. You went to that? Yeah. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, and Mixmaster Mike threw in all these uh, old school beats over their, or new school beats too, over their old songs, and yeah, it was really cool. Best like best live show, man. They're nuts. Fun guys. They would have they would have still been doing it if he was alive. And also, he really did help raise awareness about Buddhism and stuff <laughs> in Tibet. Like people like kind of were like, "What's he on about?" In a, a bit when he first got into it, but it really is a nice thing to spread awareness about, you know? Yeah. It's like, hey, look, peaceful people, you know? Yeah, it's an important message. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, you got Baroque music playing <laughs> in your junglescape. <clears throat> what else? Mm, I like the oldies. Oh, yeah? N- name your favorite oldie right now. Mm, I love the Supremes. Oh, dude. Yeah. How many hits do they have, eh? Many. It's crazy. Baby love. My baby love. Yeah. They have some, like, um, oh, what's that one? They have a later song in the early 70s without Diana Ross that is one of my all-time favorites. Without her? Yeah. Whoa. I'm pretty sure. And it's really? one, and it's one of my favorite Supreme songs. Oh. Damn it. I haven't listened to it in, like, 10 years, though. I can't remember. That'd be like something like Runaway Child, or if you listeners, if you're listening, tell me what song it was. Runaway Train. Runaway. (laughs) Yeah, when the Supremes became Soul Asylum. (laughs) Never look back. (laughs) I remember when, like, I was a kid, and that guy—it was popular that that guy was dating Winona Ryder, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, man." You were like, "How?" Yeah. Didn't he have dreads? I don't know. It was like a wisp of a mess, like blonde. Oh, yeah, it was like a blonde. Yeah, wispy, light dread thing. Ugh. Runaway train, never come back. I bet you that guy smears butter on his dick. <laughs> Why? He just looks like it. <laughs> but what's the purpose? Have you ever thought about what the cigarette of counting crows looks like? He has dreads. Ugh, what are we doing? They're back, apparently. Good. Seth Myers loves them. Ah, shit. (laughs) (laughs) How is that possible? Maybe I think like I was too punky when I was a teen and 
all this pop stuff I would just like hate just to hate. I don't know, but I just don't like it. It wasn't cool. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so no Counting Crows, no Soul Asylum. And in, and he dated um, Courtney Cox? Right. Did he, or was she I, just in his video? I don't know, but there is a connection. I think, wasn't she with David Arquette at the time? No, that was later. They met on Scream. Oh, really? Yeah. She couldn't get enough of him? <laughs> on Scream? <laughs> this guy's so funny. <laughs> this guy's so lovely. I'm sure he is. God, He's what so am I saying? lovely. <laughs> David, Ar- David Arquette from Scream is so lovely. I don't know why I'm making fun of it. I'm sure he is. It just sounds funny. I just did this movie with this guy. He was so lovely. Who was it? David Arquette. What? (laughs) Yeah. It was Patricia Arquette's brother. Patrish? And uh, the other one that's in Boardwalk Empire now? No, that is Patrish. There's Patricia and there's Roseanne. Rosanna Arquette. I don't know. Yeah, man. Rosanna's in... Patricia is in True Romance. And Rosanna... Rosanna or whatever is Is in Pulp Fiction. Oh, and Patricia is in the new... This is such a 90s chat. Boyhood film. Did you see that one? No, but... I like her. (laughs) They filmed that boy for um, 20 years. Are you sure it's her? Yeah. Oh. It's her. Did you watch it? I did. And uh, what'd you think? Kind of boring. Yeah. No one talks about that. Uh, who was I talking about that? <laughs> I can't remember who I was, ta- I was talking about that with someone just recently. I think it might have been like, yeah, anyways. They're like, everyone talks about like the kid being there forever, but. They appreciate the feet. Yeah, that's it. Was it you I was talking about? With? I don't know. So, I want to go back to this movie house that's in your jungle here. Oh, yeah. Tell me some of the main movies that'll be there. Well, I like old movies. Mm-hmm. And I like new movies. Yeah. So, like, you would have the... Maybe... You could have your blockbusters there. Mm-hmm. I won't go see Avengers. Right. But you can. So there. Oh, yeah. There are other people living in these world with you yeah there has to be yeah and do they work for you or do they work around you no or they're what do they do? no everyone's buddies on the same you know yeah. like i have a castle and a moat but everyone yeah. can have that if they want oh okay so you're not necessarily like you have a ca- you have a coffee moat with alligators in it but <laughs> you don't necessarily have an enemy that you know of yet I mean, right? it's just a preliminary, a precautionary thing. It's maybe just for the comfort, you know, yeah, like sleep well at night. Oh, it feels so nice to be in a safe apartment, doesn't it? Yeah. A Especially few, with alligators outside. A few times I've house sat places with like big windows in the back. You have them. Mm-hmm. I've house sat here before. And I, I always think I'm going to see a monster at night. Yeah, right. <laughs> Looking in the window like I'm actually surprised that I never see it. A scary person looking in the window. It is that thing you're sitting there and you just imagine like a guy's face. Yeah. Looking at you. What is that psychologically? I wonder what Freud would say about that. Is that our dads looking in our dark window? (laughs) (laughs) You know? 
Like, go to bed. <laughs> Never going to make it. <clears throat> like, what is that? Why is it always <clears throat> an unexplained man? <clears throat> right? Because it's not that he's necessarily hideous. It's unexplained. It's like, who is the strange... It could be anyone. He could have a very kind face. Wouldn't matter. Right. It's just an unexplained reason why he's staring at you. Like, that's the scary part. There's a stranger staring at you. Well, that's just very scary. I know, but... Does there even need to be a reason? I feel like there's there's a... That's a surface level. It's such a... Everyone agrees that that is such a scary thing and a go-to thought that they have when they look out a nighttime window that I feel like it has to be um, like a deeper reason for why we go to that sort of thing. I mean, it must like in the in the early days when we were we didn't have windows. We we I guess we just like imagine a face looking in the cave door, <clears throat> but something about being spied on by a mysterious faces. Probably most people agree on that. Where does that come from? Because you might break the window and hurt you. <laughs> That's it, eh? Yeah. Yeah, anyway. it's just a it's just a protection thing. Maybe we, that is that's where it comes from. We come from the animalistic part where we're always we can never really rest our guard because we might have to protect our nest. Yeah, I think our, that's probably it. Our home. But we would not protect our nest. We would be like, "Help!" <laughs> Help! <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. I always felt good with a baseball bat. So maybe you got a baseball bat next to this four-poster bed in your castle. Yeah, in case the moat doesn't work. I would love to see that in like a medieval movie where some prince gets up from his bed and just gets a bat like, Oh, yeah? Come closer. Come out of the shadows. Come hither. And just swinging a bat like in an empty castle. Come hither. (laughs) Come hither. I will tither you. Yeah. But yeah, bat for sure. Yeah. In movies, when they grab like a knife, I'm always like, well, what are you going to do with that? That seems really difficult to use. I know. It's too short. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They'll just grab your arm. Uh, That is one of those instances where I was like, maybe I would like to have a collector's like samurai sword in the house. Oh, because it's long. Imagine that. Did you hear that? Shing. You take out the sword. (laughs) Come hither. (laughs) Oh, crap. Let's get out of here. Yeah, that's what you hear in the kitchen. <laughs> scuttle, scuttle, scuttle. I heard a, sh- I heard a shing. Sh- you hear that shing, boys? You picked the wrong kitchen window. <laughs> Stop looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> There's a guy in his the boxers he sleeps in with a samurai sword. <laughs> I would love that. I would. Well, geez, God. Speaking of weird days. That guy, what's his name? Pistorius mm-hmm. got off from shooting his wife. He did today? Yeah. Oh, Lord. I think so. <laughs> I mean, I saw people complaining about it on Facebook. I didn't read the article because I can't <laughs> fucking read articles about that kind of crap anymore. Oh, yeah. Check it out. There's but they're n- comparing him to O.J. Simpson. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. I went down a little O.J. Um, wormhole the other night. Ugh. Dark. Dark. Yeah. And he wrote a book called... What if I did do it? Yeah, and then people were like, um, uh, OJ, uh, <laughs> over here. 
uh, and then he, they distract him, and then the other guy is, like, dumping all his books into the <laughs> bottomless pit in the earth. Like, they're gone. Yeah, what an idiot. Anyways, no OJs. No OJs. No Pistorius. Pistorius. Oh, but there's no um, internet or Facebook. Oh, God. Good, right? You already feel you relieved. You've been saying that just even in this realm of reality right now. A weight was lifted off my shoulders. That's like John Lennon, imagine. Does he say that? Imagine <laughs> no Facebook. <laughs> Liking all of your statuses. <laughs> heroin. <laughs> just heroin. That's He was a heroin addict, right? I believe so. Or is that just what people say and we don't know for sure? Hmm. Who can know anything? Yeah. <sighs> That's how these guys get away with it, man. They uh, say he did heroin and also that he wasn't really very nice. Yeah, I know. But how can you be very nice if you're a beetle, right? I don't know. Paul se- Paul and George seem very nice. And Ringo. <laughs> Just John seemed like a jerk. So a guy broke into George's house, like we're talking about, and yeah, stabbed him. With a knife. Yeah, with a knife. <laughs> yeah, not and, he, and he lived in a castle. Are you serious? Well, it was like a castle-like country-type house. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And you know what's weird? And it was a cra- It was like a movie. Like, his wife had to beat him off with a fire poker or something. You, oh, man. Over, like, probably a beautiful rug. <laughs> yeah. A beautiful beetle rug. <laughs> a rug made of beetles. A rug from Maharishi. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, you know the song Blue Jay Way don't, from Mi- yeah, Magical yeah. Mystery Tour. Don't wait, don't make me wait. Yeah, please don't. Oh, be, be long. long. Yeah, please don't you be very long. That's a George Harrison song. Yes, and I actually think of that instance when I hear that song because he's like weirdly asking someone to come over to his house. Oh, and it's such a creepy song. That is creepy. That I, for some reason, always think of that news story when I hear that song. You know he wrote the song Savoy Truffle? Yeah. Kind of as like a diss to Eric Clapton for having a sweet tooth. That's it? Yeah. A sweet tooth? Yeah. Because didn't Eric Clapton like steal his girlfriend or something? Yeah, and I think this was after. I may be, cor- I'm, may be corrected. But I think this was after. But he was kind of cool with it because they were kind of swingers. Yeah. But it was kind of his diss. Oh, Just okay. to say that he liked candy so much. <laughs> Loser. It was kind of a funny... Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember the specific lyrics now, except for when he goes, Savoy Trouble. It's all na- like names of different sweets. English sweets. Yeah. I get that one mixed up with Glass Onion. Yeah, they're the, kind of the, similar. They're kind of the real like mod rockers of that album. Well, I've heard a lot of bad things about Eric Clapton. Jeez. People don't like him. Oh, I've heard that he was, like, racist. Oh. Is that that liable for me to say on a podcast? (laughs) I just heard it on the internet. Is it? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know how this thing works. You're going to get sued by Clapman? Yeah. Well, no. I I just... I read an article about it on the internet, so I'm not saying he is. The article... Claimed he was. And then I thought that was so weird from a guy appropriating blues for his whole career. 
Anyways. He probably wore, like, a, the wrong shirt, and somebody made him racist for it. Maybe. I'll show you the article uh, when we get out of this legal <laughs> trap <laughs> thing that's recording everything right now. <laughs> okay. Food. Okay, well. Food in your castle. The cheeseburger we had today was really good. It was insane. Why don't you describe it for a sec? The stockyard um, beast burger. We got single patty instead of double because you didn't need two, right? I wouldn't be here right now if we got double. <laughs> and then it had uh, pickles, lettuce, bacon, and a kind of uh, Big Mac type sauce. Yeah, their own special sauce. Which I always go for burgers with that kind of sauce. Well, the high priest at Burger Priest, man. That's, that's that kind of sauce too? Yeah, I think so. A thousand island type of thing. Boom, busted. Special sauce. It's like mustard and relish, right? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Some mayonnaise or something. Thousand Island, you're right. Thousand Island. So that was good. I love pizza. I love pineapple pizza. Yeah. Oh, I think we did talk about pineapple pizza before. Right, yeah. So that's all there. Camomile tea. Don't fly home without it. (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's more you and i have enjoyed the nice indian food indian food glass of whiskey yes jameson yeah what else Mm, pancakes you said that like you're just like (laughs) is someone pressuring you pancakes i guess I just keep looking at this recorder because I, these batteries are bad. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm not like... I don't care about the time. We can hang hang zone for whatever. But yeah, I like that. You got We got a lot of similar tastes. Indian food, pizza, tea, whiskey, um, burgers. Trying to cut back on the beer or what? Yeah, I'm not drinking beer. You feel a lot better? Yeah, I feel less full. I still have some every now and then, but I've cut back like crazy. And Me it's too. A total, it's totally different. I have one if it feels exactly right. If it feels exactly right, or there's some people where you're obligated to have a beer with them. Yes. Like a meeting or like a family thing or something. That's right. They'll be offended if you get a tall whiskey and soda. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, look at you. You're not drinking beer with me? <laughs> <laughs> You're not drinking beer with me? How dare you? When did you get so fancy pants? Come on over here and get a nickel from your uncle. It's your uncle? It's your slimy uncle. When did you get so high and mighty? You can't have a beer with old... I don't even have legs. I'm just a blob. It's Pistorius. No, I didn't mean it like that. Yeah, yeah. I just pictured, like, this weird... And none of my uncles are like this by any... By the way, they're all normal uh, people. But I pictured, like, a giant beanbag of a man lying half on a couch, half on the floor. No legs, no arms, just a weird fat face going, like... Come over here. <laughs> Come over here and have a beer with your uncle. 
And you're like, I'm trying not to drink beer. And he's like, oh, what? I don't know why I pictured that, okay? It won't make you too full. <laughs> it won't make... Look at me. <laughs> I'm not too full, am I? I'm just right. You don't need legs or arms. Don't offend your uncle. Don't offend your uncle. I've been on this spot on the couch for three months. <laughs> and I can still have a beer. <laughs> then he yells at your aunt. You know? What's her name? Wilma. Wilma! Bring me and Thomas Dean a beer. <laughs> you don't need another beer. <laughs> uh, what are you drinking? Whiskey. Whiskey. <laughs> Bring us both a whiskey. <laughs> Wilma. You don't need a whiskey either. Oh, I can't win in here. This is like all in the family or something. Yeah. All in a demented family. But yeah, so there are those guys that like make you feel weird if you don't want to have a beer. And it's really creepy. Yeah. You're like, dude, stop. I'm not an enabler. Stop enabling me. It feels good to fit in too, doesn't it? Yes. Last night I went out for sushi with my family because it was my mom's belated birthday get together and my dad had a Sapporo a tall can and I didn't yeah and I felt really bad yeah but then we went to Indie Ale House do you know that place in the junction yes and we all got flights of different beers to try and then I was like yeah I had I did it and they had some good beers what's a flight um well I think this is what it, this is what it was is like a a thing like a piece of wood with five holes in it and you get five yeah. little like you know those. tiny juice glasses of different beers to sample. That's called a flight. I think so. Yeah. Oh, that's how you order it. A flight of five different beers to sample. I got a bunch of IPAs. Pretty nice. That's the thing too. If there's like a beer that you haven't tried, yeah, and someone's like, try this. You're not going to be like, you know. IP no. is very popular now. Maybe it's easier to make. I don't know. People like that hop. Well, maybe like, I was trying to think, like, maybe they didn't use the hop, like those buds or whatever. For they, a long time. And then they yeah, no, they have them. a lot of them. They're like, let's make a new kind of beer. <laughs> the bone crusher. The bone crusher. Okay, so here I am in my castle. But, like, it's a gourmet beer every now and then. Oh, yeah. Like, what's the beer? What are the beers of your choice when you do want one? Cronenberg? No. I do like that Japanese beer. The Sapporo? Sapporo? Yeah. It's very dry. Yeah. But I'm not... I don't have any great favorite beer. Oh, wait, I do. Yeah. It's Guinness. Yeah, Guinness is, like, hearty. It's delicious. So good. Yeah, my dad doesn't like Guinness, and so if I bring some over to their house, they're there for me all the time. Oh, good move. Yep. Well, I also try to get him beers he'd like, but I don't know why I talk about my dad a bunch of times just now. Maybe because it's 9-11. That and also the face staring in the back window. <laughs> I'll try to remember. Uh, yeah, Guinness rules. See, I think this battery is going to... If the battery dies, listeners, I am going to switch it and we're going to keep talking. So don't worry. And you don't worry. But it's... Oh, you okay. uh, 
get like honestly, Tom, tell them I just bought these today. Yeah, you just put them in. Isn't that crazy? They're Panasonic batteries, guys. If you're listening this far to the Thomas Dean Henry Utopia to Me podcast, Panasonic batteries. What are you doing? I just put yeah. them in the Zoom H4n. That's what I used to record, and it's empty right now. And we're at an hour. Should have got Duracell. Duracell lasted at last at least two podcasts. The copper topper. Yeah, copper top. Ding dong ding. <laughs> ding dong ding. What kind of batteries in your utopian world? Copper topper only. Yeah. Panasonics. Those go in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> There's a big heap of Panasonics in the middle of the ocean. Here's a weird With interesting the whales. thing I want to ask you about your utopian okay. world. What would your best friend be like there? Whoa. I know. I've never asked that of anyone yet, but I probably will now. He wears a backwards hat. (laughs) Yeah, of course. (laughs) It's your best friend. Cool shades. Yeah. He surfs. Yeah. No, I don't know. Let me try and answer for real. Does he catch a wave and then do the wave? (laughs) I'm doing a wave. (laughs) Uh. Oh, man. I mean... Backwards me, hat is like a sealed the deal, but then you're like, I don't know what else. Let me say this. Yeah. I love all my friends in real life right now. So they're all there and whatever. Maybe it's a, a composite of all my favorite friends in one friend. That'd be interesting to see. It'd be weird, huh? Yeah, it'd be gross. <laughs> <laughs> I just pictured James with uh, Roger's hair. <laughs> uh, hey, guys. How's it going? Yeah. Let's go in here for a beer. <laughs> Um, uh, but what about relationships? What, wait, let me finish this thought. Okay. I think friends are the most utopic thing on this real planet. On the real planet earth, friends are your save, saving grace. (laughs) Yeah. They're your happiest place. (sighs) That's nice. And movie theaters. You hang out with friends a lot in real life, right? Like you were a bartender at a really cool bar downtown, mm-hmm. and then sometimes my people friends come visit. Yeah, and then sometimes I hang out with them. Yeah, I, I do hang out with friends a lot. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Not really. Oh. Not as much as you. But you sometimes you plan like cool dinners for all the friends. Yeah. Yeah, I like doing that. Or some. I like a feast with buds. I still. I think we should do an Indian food one again. Yeah. Um, But I also like. You know. um, I'm married, so Kathleen and I spend time together when we can. Yes. And I also think of comedy shows as like when I get to hang out with my friends. Yeah, that's a lot of when I hang out with my friends. Like it's weird, you know. Do the show, fine, but then. Afterwards, you know, I'm out every night almost, you know, with friends. And if you're trying to write, Mm -hmm. which we need to, (laughs) yeah, you need to be alone quite a bit of the time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Which usually just ends up Facebook. I need to, I was talking to. Pat Bersher, who we mentioned earlier today when we were walking to get a burger, mm-hmm. or after we ate the burger. Good memory on me. Uh, I was talking to him the other day about how I feel like I've lost 
when I was younger, I would go to write with a notebook in the park, and I'd sit and then stream of consciousness write in the notebook. And now, in the last few years, it's always in front of the computer because I realized I could make my writing so much tighter there because you edit as you're writing and copy and paste, all that crap. Mm -hmm. But in my performance, I'm feeling now that... Not really. It, it doesn't... Like, I improvise a lot on stage anyways and all that stuff. But, like, the spontaneity... The the type of jokes that you got from the spontaneous notebook in the park are, is missing. It's, like... Because you go on the internet, you don't get into that groove. Because while you're on the internet, like, writing, you're also checking Facebook, Twitter. So you never get on that really long groove. Do you find that? Those things are major groove killers. That's the main yeah. thing I've found. Even when they you're not... They should call the internet groove killer. Yeah. Even yeah. when you're not... Like looking at Facebook for a long time, yeah, it's just the checking it, yeah, that will kill your groove. Yeah, it happens to me all the time. And then <clears throat> Pat was just basically like, "You got to get back to the park." <laughs> I think you do, which is a simple answer, but it's true. I do it. You should buy a nice moleskin. It makes you feel more like doing it. I know you got a nice moleskin, eh? I like those five stars with all the rings because mm. they're a little bit. Nice, but also a little bit like you don't mind mucking them up. Yeah, no. With the moleskins, I'm like, oh no. That's a moleskin problem. Yeah, big time. You only get over once you buy enough of them. They're expensive. I ask for them for gifts. (laughs) Yeah? Yeah. From who? Family members, friends, (laughs) well wishers. Aw. Are there well wishers in your utopian world? Oh, yeah. Well wishers are the best. Yeah. Do they have uh, three. Are they three-dimensional characters, or are they just <laughs> superficial well-wishers? <laughs> Good luck, Tom. <laughs> Thank you. And they melt. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's the only time they feel pain, after they wish you well. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Good luck tonight, Tom. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that sounds like a Doctor Who episode. <laughs> Don't say a nice thing. Um, what else? Oh, I feel like I've, I've been really gone off track on these these days. I think like that's okay. I think it's part of the charm, isn't it, it? I hope so. I really like just hanging out and chatting too. I don't want it to be a whole essay, per se. Um, but yeah, what else? They got the movies, hotels, hotels, relationships. Sure, they can go there. How? What kind? Mm-hmm. Do you have one girl, the one perfect girl that you're in love with, or do you, pardon the pun, but do you dip in and out of different things? <laughs> that sounds terrible. Dip, yeah. I mean, I always say dip in and out of, like, <laughs> places, so I didn't mean to say that about a body, but you know what I'm saying? Do you have, like, a few, or is it promiscuous, is it monogamous? What do you picture deep down in your heart? Well, it's just me alone in that castle, I guess. <laughs> if that's your deep down in your heart, that's where you're like, no one. Nobody. <laughs> just me and my moat of alligators that drink coffee. Just watching Frasier reruns. Well, no dating. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? No dating? No, it's all fine and nice. Just leave it how it is now. What's the better thing? 
I don't know. Everyone's different. Because I look at the swingers. I always have a long-term relationship. Before I got married to Kathleen, I was in longer-ish relationships. Is that called a serial monogamist? Maybe. I hear people. I use don't that like term. having the word serial in anything to describe <laughs> me. <laughs> but uh yeah, I I don't uh I think when you get my opinion when you get to know a woman better, the more fun it is. Well, let's go with that. Well, but uh, this is you. I know, but it's a, You're young, you're 28, 29. I just turned 29. Yeah, yeah, it was your birthday. That was a fun night, actually. Yeah. Um, 29. So you still have time to, you know, we can come back when you're 36 and we'll do another episode. Yeah, we'll talk again in seven years. Oh, yeah, you'll be married to a nice lady or something. However it works out. Let's just say there's no pain. No gain. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so everyone's having fun, say. There's beautiful women. Yeah, let's just say hopefully no gut-wrenching breakups for anyone. Yeah, everyone's very understandable when the ship has passed or whatever. But you know, like like the 60s, I guess, what was there, free love? Yeah, (laughs) but but I think a lot of people were lying to themselves then, right? Well, at least that's what movies document to us. Yeah, have you seen that movie, the... um, Source family. No. It's about this cult in the 60s. Source? Source. No. It's very good. I love all that kind of stuff, though. Me too. I'm going to stop this and change the batteries because it's freaking me out. Oh, okay. And it's not letting me fully enjoy the conversation. So those of you who have listened this far, thanks so much. Just going to take a sec to switch the batteries. You're not going to notice anything because we're going to start right back up. But uh, changing the batteries now. All right. New batteries. Feels good. Yeah, so the cult stuff. But then, <clears throat> isn't that funny? Like, um, that stuff always seems to have a dark cloud over it when people are like, we enjoy sharing each other. Yeah, that's a, in this movie, it was sort of like this free love thing, but then everybody was pissed at each other. Of course. <laughs> of course. I don't get it. Like, yeah, I get it. I actually, I do get it. I get why it happens, yeah. You get why they try, and you get why it fails. I get... Exactly. Yeah. Um, God, you know, I've had some one-night stands where I'm like, I'm going to die. So embarrassing. It's not that, you know... You feel very um, embarrassed? (laughs) Yeah. I guess that's not the same theme as what we were talking about with the... (laughs) cults but i i don't know anyways i don't want to talk about the value of a relationship so much this is all being recorded (laughs) two years from now i might be living on a boat by myself just (laughs) fucking begging kids to get me a cheeseburger from mcdonald's kid come here when you live over to the man in the boat (laughs) i haven't eaten in days when you live on a boat, you kind of have an automatic moat. Right. The ocean is my moat. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. That should be the name of uh, the ocean. Billy Ocean's album. <laughs> <laughs> he should only have ocean puns. As his, <laughs> yeah. 
song titles. Oceanography is his discography. Yeah. Ocean. Is 11. Oh, yeah. His 11th album. Ocean's 12. <laughs> Ocean 13. Billy Ocean 13. Ocean 13. Billy. Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Where is Billy Ocean? Is that his name? Oh, Billy Ocean, yeah. <laughs> Who are you thinking of? Frank Ocean. Oh, the rapper? Well, he's like an R&B singer. Yeah. He doesn't rap. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm not hip anymore. Right now, I've just been listening to Dinosaur Jr. again. Mm, yeah, Aaron Eves was playing that yesterday when I was at his house. Yeah. Well, we've both been talking about it. I was like, was well, it Jay Maska's new one? Yeah. See? I told him to get it. <laughs> Hi, Aaron. Yeah, I realize, like, I listen to new bands, too. But then I feel like I always, I'm like, oh, this new band is wicked. But then I feel like they sound like whatever I liked when I was younger. So I'm still gravitating towards the sound that I I was first, that was first impressionable on me when I was a kid. That's what we're all doing, isn't it? All I, the time. I hate it. What a, That's the sickliest cycle of them all. <laughs> that we lie to ourselves that we're doing something new. Oh, Breakthrough. <laughs> sickliest cycle. Yeah. What do you think? Well, <laughs> have, okay. we re- have we reached the end? No, let's talk about one more thing. Well, uh, let's summarize it. You're in a castle. Yeah. Bed with four posts. You oh, have a yeah. baseball bat beside the bed. <laughs> you have a moat full of coffee with alligators swimming around, but no real bad guys, but it makes you feel comfortable. Yeah. There are... Friends, best friends, family, and well-wishers in this jungle scape that surrounds you that never gets humid. Mm. There are old movie houses there. Ooh. Yeah. There are, uh, what was it? Hotels, like living situations for other people to enjoy and you if you want sometimes. There is mostly shallow ocean with basketball players walking around <laughs> in them with their heads sticking out. Then there's deep ocean, but it's a smaller ocean, but it's farther away. It's big enough. It's big enough for whales to not feel like they're trapped, like SeaWorld. Yeah. That's very nice. It's all nice stuff. There's Oh, and you can fly. Uh, you can fly, and yeah. you drink chamomile tea when you fly. You have to. MCA from the Beastie Boys is still alive. Oh. And remember? Yeah. And Baroque harpsichord music plays a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of good stuff here. I know. It's a nice world. It is very nice. I love it. It's one of my faves. And then also, if you're bringing MCA back, that means probably you're bringing lots of people back. Yeah. Why not? Oh, yeah. And people don't have terrible breakups. Oh, that's nice. Right? No, you said that. I know. (laughs) Yeah, but that is nice. But then we come probably to the problem of all of this utopia talk. What's that? It's not real. How does one learn and grow without... The pain and the conflict. Right. But it's a very uh, Zen Taoist sort of thing. Is like maybe we don't need to learn and grow. Maybe we know exactly what we need to know all the time. Maybe, but I feel like people always seem more interesting after they've been through some horrible breakups. That's true. I work really hard when I'm going through tough times and I come up with new ideas. Exactly. I, I, me, me. But you know what I'm talking about. 
Exactly. I've experienced that with other people say the same thing. And if you're ever consoling a friend going through a tough time, that's always a nice thing to say to them is yeah. that they actually need this pain. Yeah. You're going to make an amazing rap song <laughs> next week. Frank. Frank Ocean. Ocean. <laughs> and he's like, I'm a singer. And I'm like, whatever, Frankie. Ocean. He's 11. bisexual. I thought he was full on gay. I think just bisexual. Uh-huh. Well, either way, um, I'm glad. The more we are in a really good time right now where everyone in every vocation is being like, I'm gay and who cares? Yeah. And I think it's a good thing. It's got to be. Yeah. I like that. Um, like even we're living at a time right now where even really weird backwoodsy sort of mentality, like I hate to say it, but rednecky kind of thinking they have to apologize on TV all the time now. If they have a, you know what I mean? They're like, I'm sorry I said that. I want to keep my job. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're in a time now where like, you know, shitty people have to apologize to us. <laughs> Basically. Like closed minded people. Maybe they think something else, whatever. But anyways, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> They're forced to pretend. There are monsters now. <laughs> If you are a closed-minded individual and you are rich, you are our monster that is staring in our back window. Oh, that's nice. Nice? It's interesting. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a nice thought. You want one more thing? Oh, yeah, food is amazing. Food is Your food is basically like a party selection. It's pretty much everything you can already have here. Yeah. You know, Anything I, you don't want specifically? How about that? Uh, as food? Egg, yeah. Eggplant. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'll, I can do without that. Oh, and cilantro. Really? Yeah. Cilantro is hardly tasty. You eat a lot of pho, too, right? Yeah, but I always ask for no cilantro. Oh, I was going to say, that's like the one food where I notice cilantro the most. I have the thing. They, apparently, it's like um, it's a scientific thing. Some people hate the taste of cilantro. Oh, okay. I'm sure probably half of your listeners will relate. Hey, guys, thanks for letting us know. If you hate cilantro or not. Write it. Write it. At Utopia to me, do you hate cilantro? We'll see if people are actually listening to this thing or not. I don't mind it. I've actually bought it to garnish some stuff before. But, okay. Science doesn't lie. Yeah. That's out. That's out. Cilantro, you're gone. I don't like um, caraway seeds. Okay. (laughs) Isn't that sort of similar? No, it's different. What's caraway? There's a seed. Okay. It's on rye bread a lot sometimes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you don't eat rye? No, I love rye. Not all rye has caraway. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is it dark rye? It'll say caraway rye. Weird. Yeah. Is that science or your preference? No, I just preference? don't really like that. Okay. And everybody's getting along. So you but there, you do want... People get along... So you did you, you sorry did we decide that you wanted some conflict to learn and grow or what do you want No I was just kind of um that is the conundrum Yeah that's the conundrum But still I feel like cuz this is still a new podcast and we haven't hit this a conundrum as much maybe Rebecca Kohler did but like I have this feeling that if it's your personal world 
you can choose for the people to be adjusted. Like they can, they. How about this? You don't really need a a conflict to learn and grow from, but you can learn and be interested in each other's hobbies mm. and what they're interested in, and then you share knowledge like that. You find different ways, right? I see. That is not negative. I see. You I know, think but we are solving some real problems here. Yeah, but you know, the world would be worse if there weren't those aspects of darkness, don't you think? Sometimes, not the darkest stuff, but well, yeah, it'd be darker if everyone was pretending it was good. Be kind of weird, right? Like a Pleasantville or whatever. I never saw that, but um, I don't. I don't know. But it's like this, right? Don't you think it's like uh, when celebrities have kids? Or rich people have kids, and they just give that kid anything they want, and that mm-hmm. kid can do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. And the kid always, always sucks by the time they're 20. Well, then I guess what we have to figure out is what is the... What is a, a personal motivator that to make keep people ambitious... And excited about stuff that is not negative. What would they? What kind of goals would they have to meet? Maybe people are sort of forced to work, but they have to do something they like. Right. But even when they don't like it, they still have to do it. We kind of have that in our world now, except the place where people get stuck is they're wishy-washy about who they want to be and what they want to do. So then they're the ones that kind of end up with some of the menial jobs because they could never commit to being like, I'm going to be this person. You know what I mean? Yeah, because they didn't have a parent who was like, you have to figure it out. But that's bad. Yeah, it is bad. Maybe it's not bad. I don't know. (sighs) My parents were like that, but I did not do anything that they wanted me to do. Yeah. But in a way, maybe I still held that value and like, oh, I'm choosing to be a comedian now. I will be a comedian. Right. You know, like I did finally choose something when when I was younger. And then once you chose it, you did it. And maybe they're them saying that was my motivation, unbeknownst to me. Like you have to have a job or whatever. Ah! Everybody feels like that. I don't know. I don't know where that comes from. You know? People want to have a purpose. So maybe there's just like a... How about this? There's a motivator in your world because people um, want to feel like they... They want to fulfill their own idea of a purpose of their life. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not negative. It's just keen interest and they want to feel fulfilled by following that interest having no purpose can make you very sad right yeah so or or a porn star (laughs) being a porn star (laughs) yeah i'm sure a lot of people are like "Eh, here we go (laughs) i'll do this i think like that's good in my opinion so you'll die if you don't work on your thing all the time. It's up to you, man. This is your world. You go to jail. <laughs> you have a jail for people that are just lazy or, like, confused? Hmm. It gets a little dark there. Yeah, I'm just kidding. No jail. 
Hey, relax, guys. Just kidding. Just kidding. There's no jail. No, who cares? Maybe there's a jail, and that'll keep him in shape. It's a nice jail. Yeah. What's in the jail? French fries. <laughs> That's it? <laughs> oh, I would hate it. I'd be, like, so fat, bloated. Um, I don't know. Guard. Guard. <laughs> I, uh, please, please, I need malt liquor. I mean malt vinegar. Fuck. <laughs> Man, malt liquor. Something. No, no vinegar for the fries. Yeah. Just get fries. Quiet, cell six. <laughs> no malt vinegar. It's lights out. <laughs> I have to sleep on all these fries with no vinegar on them? <laughs> I can't believe I said malt liquor instead. That's what I'm thinking of right now. We should get a beer. Okay. After all that beer chat. But I think I do really like... Personally, I like the idea... In general, not even in your utopian world, that people should be motivated to learn and grow to f- because they want to fulfill their own idea of a purpose in life, yes. and then everybody learns from each other from this for the same reason. They learn because they are interested in this person's different avenue in life. I guess that's what TED talks are all about. Yeah, your fucking <laughs> world is just TED Talks. It is true. It is true. I We invented TED Talks right now. <laughs> Let's go back. This was the talk the TED Talks inventors had. Holy, that's almost like the seashells. She, she sells seashells. This was the talk that TED Talk talked about. Oh. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. I love it. Anything else you want to say? Be kind to each other. <laughs> this is real life now? Yeah. It's true, eh? We have had a weird year. Yeah, this and 2003 were definitely the worst years of humanity. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is going to come out next week. Great. September, you know, 14, 15 or something like that. Okay. Do you have anything coming up mid to late September you want to shout out or October? I'm on JFL 42 New Faces Showcase. Oh, yeah. September 19th and 24th. There you go. So I'll get this out before then for sure. JFL 42 New Faces here. I mean, it'll probably be packed anyway. I don't really need you people. Way to go. (laughs) Way to go. Just alienated. There are people that listen to this keenly. I'm just kidding. I've received some tweets. Nice. They're nice. Tweet at us. Tell tell us if you like cilantro and if you're coming to my showcase. At Utopia to me, at Utopia to me on Twitter, at the Great Gatsby. That's Tom on Twitter. At Chris Lock Fun, which I'll I'll say all this at the end of the show too. But yeah, anything else? That's good. Um, yep. You want to go get a beer? Want to go get another burger? Let's go get a club soda. Get a club soda. Break down these. <laughs> Particles, <laughs> food particles, break down, must <laughs> break down food particles <laughs> before too late. That was a lot of fun. Did you have fun? Yeah, man. Okay, well, thanks so much, Tom, for coming on. Thanks. Good night. Good night. And that's a wrap on Utopia to Me, episode number six uh, with Tom Henry. It was a lot of fun hanging with him. I hope you guys enjoyed listening. Don't forget to follow him again at 
the Great Gatsby on Twitter. Very funny tweets. And look out for him when he's doing stand-up because he's super funny. If this is early-ish uh, September when you hear this now, um, JFL 42, the Just for Last Festival in Toronto, starts this weekend. So keep an eye out for the New Faces show that Tom is on and go and support him. And those are going to be awesome shows anyways. And get out there and enjoy the festival. I'm on some shows, I think, but I'm not sure which ones yet. Uh, not a lot have been confirmed, but I will be at the Alt. Comedy Lounge on the, this Monday. I believe it's the 22nd. I can't remember. Maybe not even. But it's this Monday. It's the JFL 42 show. Follow at Utopia to me on Twitter, at Chris Lock Fun. All that stuff. Tweet at me. Tell me what your favorite candies are or what candies you ate. Like, you know what, man? Maybe McDonald's fries are candies. All right? Um, whatever you want to tweet at me. Uh, don't forget to tell people to subscribe. Vote for us on iTunes. Five-star reviews. Give us all that stuff. Help us out. Pass it on. You guys are awesome. Thanks so much for listening again, and enjoy yourselves. Have a good world. Thank you.